Hey friends, Emma here. It's Tuesday, August 9th. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host, Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to finish the task of the Great Commission. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's founder executive director of Global Hope India and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about the Writers Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writers Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Hello, happy Tuesday, everyone. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm Kevin White, and we have an exciting episode. As you know, my co-host is Timsala. Uh, she was born and made in India. I'm born and made in the USA. And today's episode, we have a guest of Timsala, uh, a new friend to me. She's known him for many years. He goes by Kumar. And we are going to talk about this largest crowd ever. And I hope you'll sit on the edge of your seat as we have this conversation. And I want you to come into the conversation. You can message me at Kevin at KevinWhite.us. Let me know your feedback. But please, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like, and comment during the show. And if you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, we appreciate any rating that you can give us. Obviously, five stars is our goal. Listen in to this interview with me, Timsala, and Kumar. I'll be right back after the interview. Good morning, everyone. I'm here with my friends. You know my co-host, Timsala. And hey, she is introducing us to hi, good morning. She's introducing us to one of her friends, Kumar. And I'm getting to know Kumar. So I want everyone in the audience to get to know Kumar with me. Uh, he was just sharing with me about a harvest festival that they have just finished up. Share with us about this and help us to, to know the, the celebration and what God is doing in your area. Uh, normally, what we do is just like a book of Acts. Generally, the the called out the called out ones, we do the gospel every day. But then, uh, when we say harvest festival, people get excited because in uh, in our country, uh, the festival is a big event for people to celebrate. So we made it as a harvest festival. So here they do everything, whatever they have, what any kind of tools like film ministry, they do all kinds of films from village to village. If they have evangelical field or if they have something like hand gospels, they simply, they, they will share as much as they can. They were excited and many thousands of thousands of people on the streets and going from village to village. So in three days we have covered 1,501 villages, uh, it's over 100,000 
gospel shares. And in these three days, whoever said yes to Jesus, we immediately took them for baptism class and gave baptism. So 3,200 baptism wow. happened. That's so, great. So we praise God and all glory to God. And yeah. we do this harvest festival every season. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important for everyone in the audience to really hear this. Tim Sala and I have been saying week after week, God is on the move. There's a lot of unfortunate, stressful, difficult things happening in the world. Uh, we've come through two years of COVID. Here in the USA, we're having mass shootings almost every day with gun violence. And we know that there's racial tension and other places. We've got the war in Ukraine. It's just unfortunate some of the horrible things that are happening. But in the midst of that, God is on the move. And so I want you to lean in and listen to what Kamar is sharing about what he's seeing God do there. As you know, on the show, we champion Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 12. But here's verse 9. After this, I saw a vast crowd too great to count from every nation and tribe and people and language standing in front of the throne and before the lamb. Uh, they were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands. And it goes on and just talks about this very powerful worship that is going on in heaven with the centrality of Jesus Christ. You can't find this in the news. If you watch the evening news, if you read the papers, you're not going to you're not going to hear revival stories. You're not going to hear of how God's moving, but yet scripture's not lying. This is absolutely happening. Jesus has established his work on the earth and his mission and his church and uh, this is a crowd of people unlike anything that's ever been documented on the earth. Maybe you've seen crowds in concerts and political rallies and different things. Even as much as I love Kamar's numbers of 100,000 people getting to hear the gospel, that's, that's not even a speck of what Revelation is talking about here. And it's every uh, nation every tribe, every people, every language. And so this is a global revival that's happening. And God didn't go to sleep because we had a virus called COVID. And he didn't take a time out when gun violence is happening in the USA or when war is happening in Ukraine. He is on the move. And he's using these, this pain in human lives to reveal himself. So I just set that up. Kamar, continue now to just describe what you're seeing in your area. Yeah. It's so much true, Kevin, because there's uh, in pandemic, I would like to share about the pandemic. For me, the lockdown pandemic has been a very blessing for me because the people whom uh, we like to target, we couldn't target like people working in a restaurant, in a factory. They don't come out. And it's very hard to go and uh, share the gospel with them. And so during this, uh, you know, more than five to six millions who are working inside the factories and restaurants, they're all on the streets. And that's how we did the feeding and sharing the gospel to them. And we have seen 256 unreached, unengaged peoples. Mm -hmm. We could found that. These are the people who were there. 
and I feel that this pandemic was allowed. The God allowed it so that uh, there can be a movement uh, happening among the people who have never heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. Our main, my main intention is, I feel that uh, globally everybody should get at least one chance to hear about Jesus. That's yeah. my, that's my part. Yeah. But then these, these are the people who were working for 10, 15 years in a restaurant and they never heard the gospel. And now they heard the gospel. So mm-hmm. that's the exciting moment, you know. And yeah. out of curiosity, we have seen more than 20,000 house churches being burned because of this pandemic. And 256 UUPG, we could engage because of mm-hmm. that. And the other beauty thing is, these people, when they went back to the restaurant after the lockdown is over, I get to hear, even, a, even in the restaurant, they are baptizing one another because we have already told them how to become a disciple and disciple others. Mm-hmm. So we keep like one, three, nine, because one, uh, you are the one, but who is your tree? Just ask who is your tree and disciple them. Mm-hmm. So when they ask another tree, it becomes nine. So Jesus had three closest friends, the other was nine. So taking that uh, principle, we said one, three, nine, just ask who is your tree. Yeah. If you don't have three, make a tree yeah. and make disciples. Yeah. But this is a very simple way we are doing it. Yeah. I want to talk about house church just for a moment because I've witnessed something happen here in the USA. So house church is not necessarily as identified movement in the US as it is in other countries around the world. And you just use that terminology. And I really want people to appreciate what you're talking about. Uh, Here, before the pandemic, we only valued mega churches, not necessarily house churches. Uh, Mm -hmm. The New Testament church is a house church. It wasn't necessarily a mega church as we would know about in 2022. But when the uh, pandemic happened, what I witnessed was the lockdown happened and churches in the U.S. could not assemble. And all of a sudden, God took away the value for the facility for the brick and mortar. And he sent people home and they were bringing the gospel into their home now through uh, live stream TV and through the internet and the churches with an online presence really grew. They really flourished because unlike any other time in the history of the world, the gospel was going out from this country into this country and that country into that country and and all over, but it was coming in the houses. And all of a sudden, God brought the value for the family back. Uh, whether we took it or not, he was saying, I want you to value your family. I want you to value your family worship. I want you to value your faith as a family. Your only survival is going to be to grow in your faith as a family because you can't you can't go out into your, your thousand people worship assembly at this moment. And so either you're going to take a two-year vacation from worship and Bible study and, and prayer, or you're going to grow and you're going to grow as husband and wife and grow as parents and children and grow as uh, close neighbors and close friends and extended family together. That's house church. <laughs> That's what yeah. Kamar has been experiencing all these years. 
And there you have it. The largest crowd ever is going to be in heaven. But Jesus is gathering that crowd right now. No one took a break. God did not take a break because of COVID-19 or because of the Ukraine war or the mass shootings are happening in the USA or whatever problems or challenges you might have in your life. God is gathering that and we want you to be a part of it by living the dream, going across the aisle, your neighborhood, the market, and befriending people of other passports, other skin colors, other dialects, other heritages. And I hope that you'll live the dream with us. We'll see you back next week. Three billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. Just how many is three billion people? It takes one second to say hello to one person. If you wanted to greet three billion people, it would take you 100 years of saying hello nonstop. Global Hope India has been empowering local churches throughout India to provide access to Jesus to the one billion unreached souls in India. You can make a difference now at globalhopeindia.org. That's globalhopeindia.org. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for the Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Global Hope India, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.